everyone has a different more life directive, meaning what they want to step into more and experience in their lives. And I will get into what that means in just a, a little bit. Hello, hello, Amira Alvarez here, founder and CEO of The Unstoppable Woman with another episode of The Unstoppable Woman podcast for you. And this is a special edition from my suite in Paris. So we are in Paris for a program for a select group of women who are looking to transform and metamorphosize and, and step into their more life directive, really open to receiving more. Now, this is not a, a program that we're doing on the regular, so don't get attached to it. Uh, we don't have any plans to do this again. This was sort of a one-off passion project on my part that, that came about because some clients had said, why don't you take us to Paris? And I was like, hmm, that's an idea. Let's do that. So I don't always react like that, but this one landed for me. So we created this program that is all about stepping into your more life directive. So I thought it would be super, super fun to do a podcast recording from my suite in Paris. And if you're watching on YouTube, you can see some of the, the visuals on that. Uh, we'll put together a little montage for you to go along with this because we were staying at a just absolutely beautiful hotel. It's the Hotel de Crillon in Paris. It's a boutique hotel. It's where the heads of state stay with their secret service. It's like the behind the scenes place. And I spent a gazillion amount of hours looking at the just right hotel for this experience. And, and I will say that Everyone has a different more life directive, meaning what they want to step into more and experience in their lives. And I will get into what that means in just a, a little bit. That said, for me, part of how I want to step into more is an understated elegance. Now, sometimes I wear bright clothing and I like to you know, show up on stage in a dress that has a bunch of wow to it. And I'm not a retiring violet. However, there is an aspect of me that just likes understated elegance. And that's what this hotel is all about. So I'm going to go into that in a little bit more in this episode, because I want to share with you my evolution of more life and what that has meant for me and where I came from, which was a great discomfort with, with stepping into more and, and really being in limitation, not just scarcity around money, but limitation about what was all right for me to express and what was all right for me to experience. So with that as the context, let's talk about what your more life directive is. So it's more life is this concept that you were born with a spiritual DNA, a spiritual seed that is to grow through you as you, just like a tree grows or a, a, a you know, a, a flower seed grows into a flower. You were plant, you were planted in this 
3D world with a spiritual seed that is here to grow through your actions, your experiences, your choices, your way of being in this 3D world. This is, this is how you grow that spiritual seed. Now that spiritual seed is yours and yours alone. And you came into this world with it and it is there and it wants to grow through you. Now you have choice. You've come into this world with free will. You are not a tomato seed that can only grow into a tomato. That's, that's its entire choice. Its life is limited to that directive. If it gets the right soil and sun and water and nutrients, it will grow into that tomato. It cannot grow into corn or squash or peaches or cherries or blueberries. It can only grow into to tomatoes. Now you, as a human being, have been blessed with the ability to choose. And this allows you to change the course of your growth. Now, can you change it uh, 100%? Well, you are born with a spiritual seed that is your essence. So there's part of you that is unchangeable. But what you do with that spiritual seed is completely up to your ability to choose. So when you hear me teach about being a quick decider and that decisions and making them quickly are part of becoming a successful entrepreneur. It will lead you to more success. It is because of this ability to choose. It's part of our power in this world. And you must learn how to use that power to choose, to make decisions. And some of you, I know I was in this category are afraid to make mistakes, afraid to take risks, afraid to lose money, afraid to waste your time, afraid to make a bad decision. So you don't make decisions at all, which is a way of blocking yourself, limiting your growth, because as you're growing, you will hit decision, decision, choice, choice. And if you stay in the same place of non-decision or stay in the same place of the same decision, you will not live out that more life directive. You will cap that growth. You have to make new decisions in order to keep growing, okay? In order to live out that more life directive. So this is extraordinarily important if you are an entrepreneur, if you're a woman in business, if you are just someone who wants to have more in life, experience more. Now, what would I mean by more? Well, here's the thing. Your more life directive and my more life directive are different, okay? What you are put on this planet to expand into is different than what it is for me. That being said, there are some things that, that you might want to consider growing into. Again, these might not be yours, but they were for me. For me, it was like I didn't want to be capped by not having enough money. Money is a currency in, in our world. And if you don't have enough, 
and everyone has a different definition of enough, you won't be able to decide to spend money on the things that you want. And that will cap your more life directive. So now this is tricky because enough, well, I have enough. I'm not going hungry. I'm not without shelter. I, I can live on rice and beans and in a one room uh, place with 10 other people. There's nothing to say that that cannot be a great life, right? You can have a great attitude and live a great life. However, most people in the Western world would like more, okay? You've experienced more, so you want more. And that is your prerogative. It's everyone's prerogative, in fact. And when you see that there is more for you and you're like, hmm, I would like some of that, then you have to do the things in your life to become someone who has the means, meaning the money, to choose that. Now, what happens most of the time? I know for me, I would say to myself like, oh, I don't really need that. Or do I really need that? And that is now my sign for saying yes to the thing. That is the sign for me where I say, where, where I'm coming up with a old belief. I'm using an old belief pattern to make a new decision. Do I really need that? Like, that is that embedded in that is scarcity embedded in that is limitation it's saying i want that but am i worth it is it worth that money do i really need that now we all make different decisions with our our money and there are things that i will decide eh, i don't really want that not not worth it to me that's fine but if there is something that you really want but you're saying to yourself hmm I don't know that I need that. That's the place where you want to step into more and start living this more life directive. I'm going to give you an example in a moment about that, a very recent one. But I want to first talk about this, this idea of what happens when you step into your more life directive and you say yes to that next level. Well, you think that it's supposed to feel comfortable but it doesn't. Okay. That's what you need to know. There's always going to be discomfort in the group. There's always going to be tension in the growth. There's not going to be like, Oh, this is just like, this is just who I am. When you're growing, when you're actually on your growth edge, you will be challenged. And now back to the, the more life growth directive. That's what you're put on this earth to do. You're put on this earth to grow into the full potential of that spiritual seed that you were born with. And in order to grow into that full potential of the spiritual seed that you were born with, you must take new action that does not feel comfortable. This is how we step into more. It doesn't, it doesn't feel comfortable. You can get used to the discomfort in the growth, the, the tension in the growth, I know I have, I, I don't, it doesn't flip me out in the same way that it used to. I just make a note of it and go, oh, isn't that interesting and keep going. However, there was a time where it really did flip me out and I still had to keep going. Like for instance, the, the first time that I purchased first-class tickets domestic in the US and then flew first-class 
totally stretched me. So first I was looking at the screen because I was buying my own tickets. I was looking at the screen and going, economy is, you know, 195. First class is 800. Is it really worth spending four times as much? There's that, there's that question again. Do I really need it? Is it really worth it? Right. And, and really that was a signal of, am I worth it in a worthiness issue? And it was a signal of a trust issue. I did not know that I could afford it. I did not know that I was going to be someone who did the work to back up that expenditure because it's not magical thinking. You can't just spend all the money in the world, buy the pretty clothes, fly first class, whatever your delight is. You can't just do that and not back it up with a business that creates the income to support that. And I had to make the decision in advance. Most people get the, this in the wrong order, the cart before the horse. They say, I'm, I need to make the money first before I purchase the, the first class tickets. I need to be able to afford it first before I, I purchase the first class tickets. And that's, that is exactly how I was raised, you guys. That is not different than how I was raised. That made sense to me. I was like, well, that makes sense. Otherwise, that it's completely irresponsible, right? If you spend money you don't have, how is that responsible? Or if you spend money that you don't know if you spend, you have it now, but like in a month, will you have enough money to do all the things that you're responsible for? And, and so I, I struggled with that for many a month and finally click the buy now button, right? and purchase those, those tickets. But here's the lesson that you need to take in. You won't be able to afford that higher lifestyle until there's a requirement for you to afford that higher lifestyle. Let me say that again. You won't be able to afford that higher lifestyle until you make a demand on the universe and create a requirement for you to afford that higher lifestyle. There's no reason for you to do the hard work to break through the mental, emotional, psychological, intellectual barriers to doing the harder work in your business. And by harder work, what do I mean? The sales calls, the charging more, the the working with um, more clients, the higher capacity, the getting the team to support you so that you could do your genius work, all of those things. You won't be able to do those things until you put a demand on the universe and it's a requirement and you, you actually in that moment break through that terror barrier. Everyone wants it to be easy. Everyone wants it to be a gentle, gentle, nice and easy, step-by-step like, I'm just going to slide into more. But my experience is that if you really want to make an income breakthrough, a quantum leap, that there is going to be a terror barrier there. And in order to break through it, you need to have leverage over yourself. And one of the ways you have leverage over yourself is if you're someone who's in integrity and isn't someone who's going to renege on her financial obligations, if you spend at a higher level, make a 
a purchase at a higher level and say you're going to pay it off, you're going to then break through and do the things in your business to create the income for that purchase. Now, is this for the faint of heart? No, it's not. Okay. It is not. And uh, you can do this at a big level or you can do this at a small level. Like the incremental version of this, which does work, is to incrementally increase what you're spending money on, have those stretches be smaller, not such a big leap, and then have your work in the business back that up. Okay. However, you have to be cognizant that if you do it in the small step way, that you don't let yourself off the hook, like it's okay not to pay a bill that's $100 or to pay pay a bill that's $100 late, right? Maybe you'll tolerate that, but you wouldn't tolerate like not paying your rent, for instance, okay? So you have to look at and be super, super honest with yourself. Okay, so to step into more, the choice, the decision comes first, whether it's a financial decision, an emotional decision, a mental decision. Like, let's talk about uh, a non-financial, more life decision. Let's say you're in a relationship that is toxic. If you decide before you know if it's going to work out, before you know if you're going to be safe, I am leaving this relationship. This is toxic. This person is uh, denigrating me, making me feel small. All of these things, I cannot thrive in this relationship. If you make that decision before you know that you have all your ducks in a row, then you will be called forward into more. It's putting a demand on the universe. It's asking you to step in to more, okay? That has nothing to do with money. Now, Does money touch relationships? Yes, you probably need money to rent your own apartment or buy your own home, but maybe you're you're the breadwinner in the, the, the relationship. So that's not really an issue, but you're still emotionally attached. So I just want you to know that not all decisions are directly related to financials. However, if you go deeper on most things in the Western world, there is a financial component there. Okay, which is why I lead with women who are interested in stepping into more by helping them break through with their businesses on their financial front, on their income front, because uh, I have a strong stance that having money, knowing how to make money on your own creates a huge amount of freedom for yourself uh, in this society that we live in. Okay, so more life, more life directive. More life, the universe is always expanding. You're born with a spiritual DNA, spiritual seed that wants to grow. The universe is expanding. It wants to grow. It wants to grow through you and through everyone else. It is not a retreating universe. It's not a contracting universe. It's an expanding universe. So if you want to be in alignment with how the universe works, you too have to step into expansion and growth. So this is all about how you're going to expand and grow. So as I, as I mentioned, one of the ways you can tap into whether you're in contraction or in growth is where you're saying things like, do I really need that? Do I really need to do that? Is that really necessary? 
could I do this instead, right? Like you're coming up with a story of alternates when really you've gotten a clear direction. And let me just say something there. In the beginning, I did not have clear direction because I didn't trust myself, but I did hire a mentor. And then I decided I am going to do hundred percent of what that mentor was teaching. And even if I didn't trust myself, I was going to trust the process. So if you're listening to me and you're like, okay, I don't trust myself, but I trust what she's saying. I'm going to trust the process. You're in the same place. Okay. So when I started, I didn't really have that level of trust. I had to build it for myself. And yet, even with the years I have with this experience, when I was looking to buy my first class tickets from uh, the US to France, to Paris, the, the rates were quite high. Very, it was a very large ticket uh, expenditure. And I thought to myself, do I really need that? Wouldn't I just be happy with business class? Like they both have flat beds. Do I really need La Première, which is the first class version of uh, Air France's categories? And I almost talked myself out of that. And then I was like, no, the, this is where I always win. I'm always there's always a little discomfort in the growth in that there's always a little tension in the growth. But when I step into more, I always win. So I, I, I did it regardless of my old programming, which was saying, do I really need that? Is that really worth it? Which is really about, am I really worth it? And it turns out La Premiere is pretty freaking fantastic. I had no idea. So let me tell you about that experience, just in case you're you're interested. It was the first time I had flown La Premiere. If, if you have, fantastic. There are four seats uh, in La Premiere on the plane. They are elegant compartments. When you check in, they bring you to a, a private room where you can have dinner, where you can drink wine, where they have a lovely person offering you a uh, a three course meal with cheese. We, we just had cheese and wine. And my business manager was with me. She was not flying La Première, but because the experience is at that level, they, they were more than gracious to allow her in to sit with me because they wanted to, to support me and please me. And, and that's just gracious. And so that was lovely. And they came and got us and brought us onto the plane early. They asked, would you like to get on the plane first or at the end? What's your preference? And I said first. And the the section for La Première is, is not in an area where anyone can walk through. So you you have space. It was like a little apartment. And the, the people who were on the plane uh, introduced themselves and were very gracious and very kind and not snooty. I'm always, I will say, I have a thing in my head from before that I'm, I'm concerned that in elevated places that people are going to be snooty. And that is just not my experience anymore. It may have been my experience when I didn't have full possession of myself, when I didn't feel worthy, but now I show up as me 
full expression of myself with a big grin on my face and warm and uh, kind and engaged. And all I get back is really positive energy. In fact, I, I was just at um, our first lunch in Paris. It was a crowded little uh, brasserie, bistro, and uh, the waiter was extremely uh, kind and lovely. And I was commenting to my business manager on how, you know, people were were quite lovely, and and because Paris has a a little bit of a reputation of being a place where they're they're uh, rude to Americans or snooty to Americans, and that very well may be. I, we still may be having those experiences, but I was just happy, smiling, engaging, and and the maitre d even came over and said, "Thank you for your warm smile. Thank you." And I was like. Okay, great. I love that. And and so when you're delighted, you you get met with delight. Okay. So on the plane, I was delighted and I got met with delight and they make your bed for you. And I I didn't take advantage of anything on the plane because I slept the entire time, but they were quite lovely. And then uh, I asked, would it be okay if my business manager came up uh, with me and sat here for landing and can they can she go with me through customs because with la premiere they they pick you up at the the door of the airplane and they shuttle you through through customs which uh, now I, that I've had that experience I will never go back because that was quite a, a fabulous experience uh, super easy we got through customs in like three minutes amazing and they said of course and so we landed, they picked us up at the door, they uh, whisked us away in a, a car to customs and then opened all the, the side things and let us through. Now, you could make the argument that why does money allow for this? And uh, it's a good question, but it does. So I'm going to take advantage of it because I like to experience great service. And every single person that we've come into contact with is delighted to provide great service. It's their livelihood. So I am giving them the opportunity to live out their livelihood. None of the people that we engaged with were curmudgeonly, grumpy, um, I hate my job, monkey on my back, why do I have to do this? F the rich, right? None of them were like that. They were like, this is such a great job that I have, okay? And that has happened throughout our stay. So let's say we then got dropped off at the hotel and the bellman at the hotel greets us, talks about where we're from and knows, has studied the United States, takes his job so seriously that when he says, where are you from? And we tell him, he starts asking us about like the sports teams in these two different parts of the United States. And that was pretty special, okay? He, he then uh, remembers our names and every time he sees us, he, say, he says, hello, Miss Alvarez, hello, Miss Johnson, how's your day going? Remembering our names, unbelievable level of service. Now, someone who doesn't care about their job or doesn't want that position would not care like that. In addition, this hotel has 
butler service. I had no idea what it meant to have butler service. Um, it's just pretty delightful, I will tell you. And when they brought us to the room, they showed us around and the butler showed me that he had monogrammed the sheets with my initials and that he had put on the glass door for the shower, be an unstoppable woman. So he had researched our program, who we were, and put that on the, the shower for me. And I said, that was amazing. Who thought of that? And he said, I did. And I was like, that's someone who loves their job, who loves what they're doing. And uh, it's an amazing synergy for, you know, we get to bring a program here. They get to, to support us. And it, everyone's spiritual DNA gets to be lived out. Now, if at some point I don't want to do this work anymore, that which is not the case for me, I fully intend to live out the rest of my years doing this work because I love it. But if, if that were the case, I would be able to choose differently. Same thing for uh, the butler, for the doorman, for the, the um, La Premier driver. Now you might say, well, they don't have as many options. And I'm going to say that that is not the truth. Every human being is born with the ability to choose, to make decisions for themselves. If they trust themselves to make decisions, they can make decisions at whatever financial level they are at, which means that you can too. And the biggest thing that you can do is make a decision in terms of how you spend your time. If you hate your job, if you hate your business, you definitely need to make a different decision. Now, if there are aspects of your business that you don't like that are essential for you to grow through, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you the uh, direction to learn to love them, change your attitude, because it's generally a, a paradigm, a subconscious program that is running you and saying that these parts of business are bad and not good. But if you really want to grow your personal business and you don't want to work for someone else, then there are aspects of your business that you have to learn to love. And until you do, you won't be able to grow into more. So this is where you're hitting your terror barrier and life is saying, grow through this. And you're saying, I'm going to be, stay in resistance and tolerate that. So you don't want that. Okay. The next thing that I want to do is talk about how you don't become, you know, Marie Antoinette and saying, let them eat cake, right. And having an entitled elitist attitude towards money or service or your expectations of, of life. So I think the key here is your attitude. Are you showing up with respect and kindness? It, it, kindness doesn't mean that it lacks directness, but you're being respectful and kind to everyone you engage with, okay? Respectful and kind with everyone you engage with. This does not mean that you um, let people walk over you, that you um, tolerate poor service or 
things that you don't want, you can have standards for yourself. Like for instance, I am in this beautiful suite and it's French and it has these little tiny closets with, and but they have thick hangers because they wanted to provide beautiful hangers, but it's enough for maybe um, a fifth of my clothes, a 10th of my clothes, something like that, because I'm here for two weeks and I, you know, I brought, I brought stuff. So I, I tried to make it work first by asking for thinner hangers, but I really didn't like that. And then I was just still all in different closets and I couldn't see everything. So a man stopped by my room and they had noticed that I had a lot of shoes. So they brought a shoe rack without me asking, which was lovely. And I just asked him, because I know they, they host people for Fashion Week here. Do you have a, a clothes rack that we could bring in here? And he was like, of course, sure. And was back within five, 10 minutes. And I now have this clothes rack. Now, did I ask with a entitled attitude? No. Did I ask with a you know bitchy attitude? No. Did I ask with a disrespectful or uh, looking down my nose attitude? No. I asked with genuine curiosity and he was thrilled to bring it in and didn't want me to help move the chairs or do anything. He was like, I got it all. And uh, so I'm still learning how to receive there, right? This is about opening to receiving. And uh, I'm so much happier. You know, I'm looking at them. It, I can see my clothes, all of that. So it's not about tolerating uh, things that don't work for you, but it's also not about becoming uh, uh, a you know what and and someone you don't like or being uh, ignorant of the plight of people that may not have as much as you. So you do want to be cognizant of that. And can you save the world? Probably not. But can you do things with your time and your money that help the world? Absolutely. Can you do more for the world, the more money you make, you could make that argument that that there are lots of people um, that you could help facilitate their service, or you could, you know, be able to to build schools or build wells or whatever, you build animal sanctuaries with the money that you're you're earning. There's things that you can do with your time and things that you do with your money, and and there's a lot that I do with my money that is about serving others. And it's not anything that I publicize because I don't do it for the attaboys. I don't do it to be, to be woke, to be appreciated uh, for, for my, my righteousness, if you will. I do it because it's what I want to do and, and I love it. Um, so, so I think that that's really important. And I think it's important to to put yourself in a variety of different experiences so that you see the full scope of human experience, whether it's on the, the high end or the, the low end financially, so that you're not in ignorance, okay? Um, I will tell you that I've stayed in very nice hotels and by and large, 98% of the, the people who are also staying in those hotels are, are lovely humans that treat everyone with respect very occasionally, I will uh, run into someone who is extraordinarily rude. It happens. Are there 
poor people who are extraordinarily rude? Absolutely. So don't make this be about money. My stance is that human beings generally are good people, whether they make a little money or they make a lot of money. There are few people in this world who are bad apples, right? People who are, are rude, but it comes out of ignorance. And, and, it, and generally speaking, most people have the ability to change. And that's what I hold for those people. So instead of judging them and putting them into a shame category, I wish them the ability to have a better life through treating people better. And when they're ready, they're, they're absolutely able to do that. So, so that's something that if you are afraid of who you will become when you step into more, when you start making more, I want you to recognize that. I, want, I have something else I want to say about who you become when you start stepping into more. I had a big fear about this. I had a fear that I was going to become a let them eat cake, um, you know, ignorant, elitist, rude human being. I had a big fear about that. I didn't want to be that kind of rich person. Uh, I, I didn't want to be snooty. I didn't want to be elitist. I didn't want to uh, not let people in. And that just did, didn't appeal to me. And I know that that like, that's out there. Like I was looking at uh, Parisian uh, dance clubs and every single review was like, the bouncers don't let anyone in. Like you have to be 18 and wearing a miniskirt or you're not let in the, the uh, dance club. So there is the sort of like, if you're not in the jet set thing, attitude. That's not my style. That exists, okay? But that's not my style. And I didn't want to become one of those people, those people, as I made more and more money. And what I realized was I had an, an aspect of that inside of me. And I actually had to clean that up as I was growing my business, as I was growing my income in order not to grow that part of me. The fear of becoming that kind of person was because I on some level knew that I had that in me. And if you're honest, you probably do too, because we all have all aspects of humanity in us. We all have that shadow side. But is that the side that you're going to energize? So I had to do some deep work to clean up what was driving those insecurities so I didn't become someone who acted out from those insecurities. And I would really encourage you to clean up that behavior, learn how to do that, okay? Let's go back to this experience of Paris and stepping into more. It was easy for me to receive service. Now, this wasn't always easy for me. I, I remember when that was very hard for me. And, and I told you about the, the dress rack and like wanting to move the furniture. I still have a smidge of that in me. So I'm like, oh, that's me not willing to receive. Okay. I need to open to more. And so that was a fantastic lesson for me. But in terms of uh, the experience of La Premiere and the driver and the service on the airplane before and after, the butler, the champagne in the room, the chocolate 
car that was gorgeous, the pastries that they left, um, all of that was very easy for me to receive in a way that I wasn't uh, used to four or five years ago. And so that was really, really lovely to recognize the difference in. And in fact, yesterday we went um, out after lunch, wandering around and checking out some shops. We're in a very, um, you know, around this hotel, there's some very high-end shops and many of which I'm not really interested in shopping and they're not my style, but then we passed one where I was like, oh, I like those dresses. And so we went back and we went in and I found two dresses that fit perfectly. And I was like, oh, how unusual is that? That's perfect. Um, love that. And the other thing that I noticed with that was that four or five years ago, I would have gone into one of those boutiques and felt very uncomfortable. I probably wouldn't have gone into it. I would have felt lesser than, not enough, self-conscious, um, like I was going to be judged and that there was going to be snooty salespeople. And who knows if it was just the store with better salespeople who were more uh, generous of spirit or whether the friendship changed and they're all very nice now, or if I have grown into someone who uh, commands, if you will, through her energy, kindness and respect and great service. And I think it's, it's probably a combination of all three, but I'm not going to diminish that third piece because the law of vibration says you will be matched with the energy that you're vibrating at. This is one of the laws of the universe. So I am vibrating now at a higher level of confidence and self-worth and self-expression. So I get treated with that as opposed to something that is... Uh, diminishing, which is how I was treating myself before. Now, let's talk about other more life experiences. Does everything have to do with money? I want to go back to that concept. Some things do. Okay. You just have to recognize that in our culture, money is a currency for buying things. So if you want things, then money is part of that currency. If you're saying, well, I don't need a lot of things, I want you to ask yourself whether it's one of those trigger expressions for you as well. And that maybe you do, but you don't think it's necessary because that might make you into a bad person. Okay. Like it's, it's bad to be someone who wants money. I know I had a lot of stories like that growing up. My family was a family that said the rich take advantage of the poor. They're greedy. Um, that the rich are unethical. There was a lot of story behind that. And uh, though that can be true, it's not always true. And I had to unlearn a lot of that in order to step into creating money in a way that made sense to me so that I could become the, the woman I wanted to be with money. Okay. Now money doesn't buy everything, right? Money buys access, it buys experiences, it buys things. And if you want those things, if that's part of your more life directive, then I would encourage you to become someone who learns how to make as much money as she wants. But more life can also be about um, being more comfortable with yourself. 
Okay. Being more secure with yourself, having more joy in your life, having more fun in your life, having better relationships in your life, having more lit up sex, right? All of these things. Money can be a part of that, right? But it doesn't have to be. And there are other things that you want to be looking at in addition to money. Like I think money is super, super important, especially in the world that we live in right now. It, it gives you the freedom to make the kind of decisions you want to make about your, your life and how, how you live it. Because in, in our current Western society, that, that gives you a lot of choice. That said, you choosing how you want to live first is the order. And there are places where you can choose. I want a better relationship. I want to have better sex. I want to have more fun. I want more joy. I want more um, grounded confidence in myself. And, and, and you don't have to make the money to have those things. So I want you to look at the, your more life directive outside of that too, and allow yourself to receive part of stepping into your more life directive is allowing yourself to receive. Okay. So being able to take in, whether it's more money, more joy, more delight, more comfort, more confidence, more, more fun, more, more uh, laughter, whatever it is. Okay. So I have clients who use their money much differently than I do. They buy horses. I've never bought a horse, right? They buy horses um, because that's what lights them up. Your more life directive is going to be really, uh, really directed to your spiritual seed, the thing that you are in this world to live out. So you have to start making better and bigger decisions and choices for yourself. That is the key to receiving more and living out your more life directive. So stepping into more first through decision, through your greatest power, which is your power to choose, okay? So that's, that's what comes first and no, it's not comfortable. And yes, it's well worth it. And I couldn't have imagined living this life five, six, seven years ago when I started on this journey. Now I knew I wanted more life, but I didn't know that this existed. So with that, I encourage you to take your steps forward, whatever they are for you and step into your spiritual DNA and your more life and to receive more because it is all here for you. Okay. Mwah. Catch you in the next episode. I'm Amira Alvarez. I am the founder and CEO of The Unstoppable Woman. And I cannot wait to see what occurs for you when you put this into practice. Okay, take care. Have an awesome day. Be unstoppable. Hey, thanks so much for joining us and being part of the Unstoppable Woman movement. We have got a ton of free resources for scaling your business at theunstoppablewoman.com slash free stuff. And you can find that link in the description below. So go ahead and check those out. And we'd also love your help in getting our message out to more and more women. 
If you'd be willing to share this video with all the unstoppable women in your life, that would be fantastic. And while you're at it, hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode. Reviews, likes, and comments are greatly appreciated. We go in and read them all. So thank you for those. And thanks for listening and be unstoppable.